Christmas song, but Jesus, the man we historically know, was actually born around this time in the fall, but the Romans already had the big holiday then, so they said, well, you can do the winter time, so that's why they picked Christmas. Okay. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Go. Two lonely boys in a canoe. How are you today there, Trevor? Hello there. They call me Thunder Lips. Okay, no. Thunder Lips. I'm kidding. You know. I didn't know you were the Hulk from Hockey uh, from Rocky Three. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna have uh, James Brown living in America. Just don't have your son go crashing any cars and fucking <laughs> too soon. Putting fucking kids in the vegetative states. Damn, I didn't actually know he's doing that, but it makes sense to me. He's British. It happened, man. This fucking kid was driving ridiculously fast with a sports car, and he wrecked out, and he put his friend into a fucking coma, basically. And there's this video of uh, Hulk Hogan talking to his son, I guess, through prison or whatever. Damn. And he's like, he must have had some demons with God to get into that kind of way, brother. <laughs> it's just like, no, your son was driving ridiculously fast, motherfucker. Yeah. All right. I'll be right back. All right. So, I guess announcements or whatever. Hello, yeah, what everybody. What do you got? Well, we got uh, local news. It's been cooling down. It's in the uh, 70s and 80s now because we're first getting our... Uh, First moisture for autumn, which is finally here, thank goodness. And it's also good because in local news, we've had issues with the Cedar Creek fire. We've been east of Oak Ridge, so about 30 miles east here of Eugene, Oregon, up in the foothills and the start of the Cascade Mountains. And like it's the Ascade Mountains. Ascade Mountains, but it's been going on for the last few weeks but because of the more humidity we're having in the start of fall it's definitely now now crews are having a chance to actually start containing the fire because it was zero percent contained as of last Wednesday but now they're working on it having done fires myself a change in weather can be an absolute deal break so yeah that's what's going on and they've had a lot of crews they've had what was it they had a few hundred guys at least on this fire. People from all over the Northwest, crews from like Idaho, California, Oregon, of course, Washington. You with the crinkling of the paper right next to the mic, you're just like. <laughs> it helps. It helps give a feel. No, it doesn't. You're just doing it intentionally. <laughs> you're like, man, this is old man stuff. I better make this real fucking weird. Yeah, more than 1,800 people working the crew, and there is. Definitely an issue of smoke. You expected to linger. It was a lot. Well, it was a lot worse Friday, obviously. But we. I we always ha- love how your news is like a couple days behind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Breaking two day ago news. You know, it's a what? Hey, I got this paper today, but <laughs> Thursday, September fifteenth. Ah. Uh-huh. Twenty twenty two. Who'd you Who'd you steal that from? You beat up some old lady on the bus. Shh. Dairy Mart. Dairy Mar is where I got it from for two bucks. <laughs> but yeah, there's still some levels that are level three of evacuation, which is extreme. East, east. It's get the hell out. Yeah, east of Oak Ridge, where it's obviously drier, there's still issues with that. But obviously, if you're west of that here, we're obviously west, close to the ocean. So we're so west. We're definitely safer from the fire, and it's we're not east, and we're not middle. No, we're west. We're west <laughs> Oregon. So it's definitely going to be in the next couple of weeks. We'll probably be done, which will be good. <laughs> yeah. 
Fire season gets old. Trevor's all like, man, fires aren't great. But, you know, I used to fight a fire or two. You used to take them out in the backyard and beat them up like a man. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Hell yeah, I did. And then we had a light bulb and vinegar match with the fire afterwards. Yeah, ah! Shout out Bonfire and Terry, Terry Funk. Funk. I went Terry Funk on that fire. <laughs> Going Terry Funk on a fire. There you go. Loser has to fight me in a emu and a <laughs> emu and a fucking a dragon match. <laughs> or loser has to deal with with a uh, a wombat and a ball peen a hammer match. match. <laughs> Got platypuses and ball peen hammers. Like I don't know about this man. Yeah, we're getting... also trimming weed here today, guys. So Hell forgive yeah. us if we feel like we're a little distracted. Got a little bit of weed to trim up. Some very local news here. Yeah, Burn. right here in the heart of Oregon. Burn local folks. Well, I guess we ain't in the heart, but we're in like the, the western l- the liver. We're in like yeah, the liver of def- Oregon. Yeah. Especially the old people running around here. Liver is a good analogy. Uh, 100%. A lot of uh, alcohol, meth, and weed, and a lot of things that the liver has to deal with here. So. Yeah. Yeah. So what else you got, Trevor? How was your day at work? Everything go good? Yeah. Yeah. At first, the people were a little stressed uh, out because while I'm gone, people that run the mills call up and freak out. So then. Oh, uh, freak out. Bump, 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 bump. Freak out. Ugh. But it's also, uh, I didn't, yeah, so I always know that I'm doing good when the boss is like, when he, when he like gets, when he like relaxes and starts he walks bullshit. over to you and he cups you in the nuts and he says, good job, boy. Good and game. you're like, whoa, thank you, sir. I'm in good game. No, but whenever he starts making fat girl jokes, then I know, like, all right, I'm doing good. That's like always two that. fat girls walking to a yeah. bar, and you're like, oh shit. Well, I, showed him, I showed him a saw blade that was goes, And I walk out with both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been with some more big gals than him, but he's a little more of a pretty boy than me. But, uh. <laughs> Trevor's slightly hitting on his boss. No. He's like, you pretty motherfucker. Uh, but no, yeah, I I always can tell he's like, all right, he's in a better mood because he's like, hey, this blade you brought me is all wonky because a fat girl sat on. I'm like, yeah, Ooh. all right, he's in a he's in a better mood. So fat that, people, the the last group of folks you can still make fun of. <laughs> wait until it's not a thing. Wait until like fifty years we tell nope, a fat joke. Nope, there will never not be a not fat joke because of the fact that people in society think that like. You can do something about that, you know. <laughs> Can't do something about being black. <laughs> if you're getting pulled over by a cop, there's a forty to fifty percent chance something's going on. <laughs> yeah, or like if you're autistic or if you're left-handed, like that's just kind of who you are. are. You talking about yourself here, Trevor? Autistic, left-handed, black? <laughs> yes. I didn't realize I was autistic. I know it was the other two things, black and left-handed, but you know. Hey, we're all black, man. We're all from Africa we to are. an extent. We are. <laughs> I wish people would realize that more when people they're doing... People fucking came people are all doing... over this goddamn Pangea. Pangea? Get your Panzanites. Yep. <laughs> Got your... Uh, yep. Your Pangeas and your... Non-Pangeas. I don't try that hard, Trevor. Ah, Pangeas. <laughs> All right, what else you got, man? You're sitting here struggling. Trying to make a Pangea joke, so I'm like... Smoke and I, on the wall. I was trying to think of some Pangea jokes, and I was just drifting apart, man, on the Pangea jokes. Oh, oh I saved it. Shout out, Continental Drift. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Trevor's like, I know all this shit from eighth grade history. <laughs> fuck yeah. It's bro. like the only thing I retained was my eighth grade history lesson. <laughs> when they talked about feelings, I was like, nah. I'm not they beat all the math and the English out of me, <laughs> but I remember that history. Man, Civil War was cool. It was pretty interesting. But being in the West Coast, it was definitely probably a different perspective than like you learning Civil War in Florida. Like, what was that like? What did they, how did they, what did they say about it? Wasn't much to say. The <laughs> Civil War didn't get that far down into Florida because there was nowhere else to go. Because you had the Seminoles in the swamps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was just a bunch of Indians down there, so they didn't fuck around too far down south. But they did <laughs> harass the Indians a good bit, trying to push them out of Florida more. Because the North came down. And they were like, well, this is our territory now because the South had given up. Yeah. And the Seminoles were like, nah, I don't think so. And they were like, yeah, it is. And they're like, yeah, okay, wait till the winter. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah. What happened was then the winter came. Yeah. They outweighed them. They didn't want to stick in the fucking swamp and deal with the bugs and deal with the water flow and deal with the fucking alligators. Some Vietnam shit. They were basically like, give them this fucking piece of shit land. And they were like, yeah, we're smart. We build our houses out the water, idiot. (laughs) Seminoles, shout out Seminoles. Yeah, Seminoles are smart. Yeah. Let's see. They got some hot girls, too. Ooh, I've never seen some Seminole chicks, but I didn't grow up with Seminole. Seminole? Ah. Ah. I'm out of weed. Oh, sorry. Trevor's over here in charge of the whole tray, and he's sitting here sleeping on me. Whatever. (laughs) What else you got on this old agenda, Trevor? You're you're very distracted. You can't trim weed and talk at the same time. I can, motherfucker. Okay, do it. I'm also doing the podcast thing. It's a little different than just having a conversation. No, not at all. Not at all. All these other folks here. These guys are just listening to us live our lives. Okay, here's something we're talking about earlier. The, uh, a lot of the mills around, uh, including Weyerhaeuser, especially Weyerhaeuser, a lot of the the people are going on strike. Milly, vanilla, you know. And it it made me catch notice because I work for the mills. I fix the saw blades for them, Weyerhaeuser. There's no mills. You ain't making no saw blades. Yeah. And that's one of the major mill companies that I have to do stuff for, fix blades for every workday. So The problem is, is this happens every couple of years, man. The people that are working at these places, you know, there's a whole thing recently on the, the trains. You know, there was a big shutdown about to happen with like the trains in America. Oh, I heard about that. Because they wouldn't fucking give them sick time. Yeah. You know, so... It's this Probably whole pay union, raise too. It's this whole union thing uh, that has been going on for years and years and years. That like, there's a bunch of politicians, man, that just stop up the fucking progress of people. The people that aren't that having to do the make the it all labor. work, dude. The mill workers and shit. Yeah, I guarantee this isn't just a strike by the fucking company. No, the unions are involved too. The exactly. union, the unions of machinists, yep. the machinist unions, which is actually, I guess, what I was part of. Man, they are fucking not the most happy dudes. <laughs> no, I've worked at several mills, and yeah, they're they're angry, crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them have serious abuse, uh, substance abuse issues. Oh yeah, a lot of them have been in and out of prison. A lot of them have some not easy work. A lot of them have PTSD and have done a lot of crazy shit in life. So those are guys that. 
you definitely don't want to necessarily catch from the wrong day. And that's my my argument, man, is that a lot of these hardworking Americans, and not just saying that most people aren't hardworking Americans, but these are but definite, individuals that do really physical jobs. Yeah. You know, for not um, the most amount, they of money. aren't appreciated very hard. No, you know, and that's something that me and you both have faced in the past. Yeah, still do to this day. Is that you know, just because you're big and you're strong doesn't mean you're a fucking idiot. You're a young, strong man. You're a young, no, I, strong man. Now lift all this stuff, and that's all they want you to do all day is just lift this stuff. Or, and you're like, I can do other things too. And they're like, no, nope, just keep lifting. And, uh, you know, eventually you start to wonder why you're just lifting things. Yeah. And why you're doing it for the pay you're doing it, you know. And, and I think that happens a lot as people sit up one day and they're like, why am I doing this? You know, my back's killing me every day. Because it's easier for the people in charge to just keep being keep like... Keep you going. Yeah. Instead of actually thinking about, you know, how we can improve the system, it's more about production, you know? Yeah. No, they're all... Everyone, even my bosses too, they're just focused on dollars. For a lot of years, man, there was um, a lot of people that couldn't afford not to go to work. And most yep. people can't afford not to go to work. I think everybody has to go to work to... Uh, to there's a lot of people, meet. I mean... Even but people on the streets, they sell drugs, they, they hustle been, cans, they do other things. Well, there have been, in the last, you know, 50 years, there's been a giant uh, spike in the amount of uh, people that are on disability, the amount of people that are on stamps, unemployment, and not to say that those aren't things that are very much needed, but I think it's not the perfect incentive to give people things all the time for nothing. Um, yeah. But our biggest issue, I think, is that you know, if you can get it for free, why the fuck would you go to work? <laughs> yeah. You know? And, There's definitely... on top of getting treated like shit at most jobs. Yeah. And as, you know, generation shift, definitely values and things change. We're, you know... We're going to become more automated at a point. And then the need for human interaction at jobs will be a lot lessened. And the system will have to gear itself more towards how, do they, how does it financially stabilize all the people that aren't working true know? because they're just going to find ways to automate uh, around us man they're going to just figure it out and the human interaction I think is going to go down a lot true um, we're, we're just the the last piece of the puzzle that they haven't figured out when it comes to production how to get us out of it uh, yeah because human error is the only thing that they're worried about now no, it's very true. A robot doesn't quite sue for, you know, sexual harassment. <laughs> no, but it could it could tap into Skynet and shoot and kill all of us and take over. So. And that's the ultimate fear is that, you know, the Terminator. Like the Terminator and yeah. this bitch. If you hear this, you're part, part of the, the resistance. Man, they always do the best uh they always do the best uh lost episodes where it's like it's a Terminator timeline because they uh that's hilarious. They uh, record, they pre-record their show on like a, a Tuesday, and then they release it on a Thursday. So it's like a Terminator timeline. So it's uh, you know them reporting on shit from Tuesday, you know, <laughs> on a Thursday. Oh yeah. Yeah, I always thought that was pretty funny. That's pretty funny. We got uh, the old farmers market still going on this Saturday. You can guys can go if you want. It's overpriced. Farmers market. Overpriced and a lot of douchebags there, but you get some fresh food. What way to sell it, Trevor? Yeah, saying like it is. It's at the Market Pavilion downtown. They built a new, uh, built a new, I guess, like area for it. 
a new structure sort of area for the for everything. A new factory downtown. I haven't been to the Farmers Market in a long time, but it's still going on, folks. I bet there's still a lot of peaches. A lot of peaches and uh, a lot of hot chicks that think that think men are gross. A lot so, of Thanos. A lot of Thanos too. <laughs> sure, there's some. Inf- yeah, there's definitely some hippie ladies that are selling some stones that they'll swear are infinity stones, but they're not. They're well, just, it's funny when you go crystals down to these local up, they, markets, man, in the in the newly fucking gentrified district, basically. Yep, that's what they, it is. They all go and yep. they're like, "No, these are these are local beads or local rocks from the from the so and so people." Infinity stones. They're indigenous, and you're like, okay. And then you're like, how much for this necklace? $120. And you're yeah. like, what the fuck? It did not cost you that much in materials. Now, some of the... There are some of the things I've seen, like some of the paintings, like... All right, 90% of the shit at most farmer's markets is has overpriced. all gotten ridiculously overpriced. It Once Upon a Time was a was a couple of farmers out there selling tomatoes and corn and and, and you had like And you and had fruits. like a farmer's wife that like painted chickens on old saw blades. Something. And, you know. you know, but now what it's gone is is every hipster yep. <laughs> goes down to the farmers market, sets up a shack, you know, and they fucking try to sell uh, purified honey. Or and something. The, and the city, of course, takes a profit because In the, the, the pe- city, because the city of Compton, the the people with that uh, their tent selling whatever they have to get a permit and they have to they register. Imagine and have to going pay down that. there at like five in the morning. You're trying to set up your little booth and there's just a homeless dude wiping his ass and you're just like. Morning. <laughs> That's a normal thing too. There's Good a, morning. Where they do the farmers markets, where a lot of the people they kick hang them out, out of the area, homeless for area, a few they, hours. they kick them out, and then as soon as they leave, they come, they, they come swarm swarm back. right back. And that sometimes they'll hang out over in the. Uh, the drum circle. So, folks, if you're at the farmers market, if you want some good local drugs and a higher chance of dying of fentanyl, go hang out at the drum circle, folks. What? Exactly. I don't think you're going to die of fentanyl at a drum circle, no. but you'll probably get some drugs. That's what I'm saying. We're likely to get drugs that might have fentanyl because the big issue now with well, the street drugs is there's fentanyl Man, in a lot of shit. there ain't fentanyl in fucking weed. <laughs> yeah, there is. Nowadays, there is. No, no. You're getting your weed from the wrong place, man. You need to be careful around those weird hippies. Oh, yeah. Let's see what else we got. The Cheshire Cats playing classic rock at 6.30 p.m. at Gratitude Brewing downtown this Saturday. You got all these local events. I got uh, songs from the mystical realms, Spirit Heart Eugene. Trevor, why don't we talk about D&D, man? Let's Let's do it. Let's change up the subject because you're just reading off of a newspaper at this point. All right, <laughs> down with local news, folks. Trevor gets into this groove where he thinks for some reason he has to read everything that's going on. No, I just paper. read a couple things. Yeah, but dude, a couple things is like two, you know? You, right. You're going into all these different categories right. and stuff. I'll lighten up on it. I'll lighten up. I'll lighten up. <laughs> Trevor, we get it. There's newspapers in the world. <laughs> right. trying to, just trying to add some spice it up a little bit. What, where's the spice? You're reading news. Is that your spice? Crinkle and vapors? <laughs> crinkle, crinkle. Spice it up. Spice it up. It's my ASMR shit, man. Yeah. All right, we'll talk about D&D. D&D. So, last night, we, uh, my group of friends and I, we finished making characters for a new campaign where we're going to do, do a pirate thing. Do you want to explain thing. how long uh, you've been playing D&D with these fellas and fellettes? 
Okay, well, Christina, by the way, she just got a job yesterday. Good at, for her. At Albertsons. Good for 18th her. 18th and Chambers. She has some, I guess, manager job. Nice. So she just started. She's doing good. So I don't think she's going to be able to join us for that. But she's doing that. But the rest of us. No, that's good that she's got a job, though. Yeah. Shout out, Christina. Way to get a job. Who has been on the show. So shout out, Christina. And uh, But her, her sons and, and Marshall and Jonah... We've been playing D&D together for about, probably about a year together. I've been playing with Christina and Michael and Gerald off and on for about two plus years. And Ricky and Tiki and Tacky and... All of them. <laughs> and Donner and Blitzen and... Cougar and, and Mitzen. And Rudolph. Rudolph's mad Rudolph that crazy method. Yep. Hey, Santa, let's go. Let's go right now. I'll like, get us Rudolph, through. It's January. I don't care. We're going to get to the children. It's done. And it's like, it doesn't matter, Santa. The let's children. Go. The let's children. Go. Gotta save them. It's like, save them from what? You? Santa, I never thought you'd turn on me. Rudolph, put that gun away. <laughs> no. I didn't think it was going to be you, old man. <laughs> you know, right before I kill you, I was with your wife last night. Rudolph! Ah! Do you know why my nose glows red? Your wife's pussy. Ah! Yeah, for meeting your wife's bloody pussy. <laughs> Raging Rudolph. Raging Rudolph. <laughs> like it. Maybe the episode ain't Raging you Rudolph. All right, so you're playing with Michael, Jonah, uh, the dad, Marshall, Marshall, and Sage. Is he still around? Sage is in Washington. Okay. Of Washington, he got a job up there. And good for him. Yeah, he, he got a place and got a job up there, and he's doing okay. Does he live in Seattle? He lives in uh, Vancouver, Washington, which is southern Washington, so just north of Portland. For those that don't know, so yeah, southern Washington. But, yeah, we uh, we finished creating the characters. Marshall's the dungeon master, for those of you who don't know. was a group of people. That play that creates on characters that write out nerds that get together. <laughs> pretty much, it's I'm a nerd like gather. Those damn nerds. And it's nerds. it's people at work. Yeah, like if you just casually saw me at work, you wouldn't think I play D and D because I have dirty clothes, just look like a regular old redneck. Trevor's an undercover nerd. Undercover nerd, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, and there are a couple people that will find out. They're like, you play D and D? What? I'm like, yeah, I do. At least once a well. Once a week now. Yeah, most it of was time. regularly. It is fun for just like a few hours to just do create. You can, it's a people, game. People get busy and people move around, and that's, yeah. I think, what stopped the DD game is that you know, it was here for a bit, and then people uh, moved around. Yeah, shuffled. you guys had to re- reset, you know, but now it's all good, right? Yeah. And uh, you, you have a person that's in charge of the game called Dungeon Master, and he, he or she creates. He's the head nerd. Creates a world where you interact as a character. You create a character, you go around and do adventures and get get gold or cause havoc, or you can also die. See, I like video games for that aspect, like getting to play somebody in a video game, but I can't get into, like, verbal wordplay, I guess, where it's like, roll the dice and see if you slice his leg off. And rolling dice is a huge part of it. Yeah, because it's always just like, I don't know, man. After, like, a few moves, I start to get bored. That's why you do weird random shit, which is what I do. But uh, I do like games like Monopoly. Like, I can get engaged in Monopoly if I'm taking somebody's property or something. 
I am the landlord. <laughs> I get depressed because it reminds me of reality where one person just takes over. Yeah, exactly. That's the best part. At the end, everybody hates one person for some reason. Oh. And it's usually because they've taken properties from them. Yeah. I, I would rather do the D&D thing where like, hey, <laughs> you're going to go fight a bunch of orcs and then you're going to go time travel and then you're going to go to this mystic island. Like, no, All I right. want to get into a big argument with my family at the end of a board game. <laughs> no, that's dumb. A good one, that. Oh, man, yeah, that's how it works. So I'm going to be a uh, pirate ninja named Admiral Aku. Shout out Samurai Jack. And Samurai that. Jack. So I'm a, a ninja. I'm also a pirate captain in my own pirate ship. I also have my own parrot, my pet. Jafar. No, no, no. Shout out Iago. <laughs> Gil, uh, shout out Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. But no, this is a lady parrot, and her name is Princess Pandora the Party Parrot. Weird. I know. Made it up. Weird. But yeah, it's going to be fun. She's going to definitely gouge out eyeballs and drink and you rum. you don't have to go that hard on the bud, too. Okay. Like you don't have to trim in too hard on it. It's okay. going to be mostly fuzz. We had a little uh, problem when I harvested this plant, guys. Is It uh, started to flower really early. And it grew up well, but it wasn't... It was finishing earlier than all the other plants. So I had the choice of either letting it get a little better and then not having good bud or just letting it get cut down early having a good yield or a decent yield and having some early weed so i cut it down early um i'm a little bit sad with the results but it's smokable it'll get you stoned um and the next three plants that i have coming up right behind it look way 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 better so i'm much more excited about those alex scarlato's Whoa. Keep going. Um, but yeah, yeah, we're finishing up this weed. We'll probably get a couple ounces out of this. Somewhere around there. It smells alright. It's got a blueberry hint to it. Yeah. Some more. You go ahead, man. Have fun. I've trimmed my share. Sure you have. Trimmed all the weeds. I've trimmed so much weed, it's, it's fun to watch other people trim at this point. I like to trim weed. It's fun when you have good weed to trim. But shout out, but yeah, for those of you, Chris has worked on weed farms where he would trim what, two pounds a day. Sometimes? When I was going back Crazy. to the weed farm, I was uh, doing like 0. 0.7 of a pound, so really not anything. Um, but what you do when you when you start trimming, at least, is you got to kind of take in uh, the bud that you're trimming, kind of figure out what's the best strategy for it, because there's different strategies to trim up each different kind of weed uh, effectively. And, you know, you basically take in what you're trimming and you work with it how you have to. Sometimes it's a little crunchier, sometimes it's a little fluffier, sometimes it's really dense, sometimes it's not dense at all. So you go back and forth on how you trim, uh, basically. But um, at my height, when I was still trimming, my best I ever did was 3.2. So I did 3.2 pounds in, in an eight, eight hours? hour period. That's really good. I did 1.7 and then I did 1.8. So combined, it was like 3.2. How did your hands feel a bit it sticky? It was fun. Um, after you've done it so long, your hands don't hurt as much. Yeah. Um, and you wear gloves so your fingers don't get sticky. Um, it's, it's very professional. But um, so we're like the, the it's like a drop in the bucket, honestly, because when you have 
25 pounds of weed per strain, you know, doing that much as a drop in the bucket. We had one dude, Nate. Shout out Nate. I hope he's doing good. He fucking trimmed like five and a quarter pound in a day. Oh that my was God. pretty nuts. Has anyone done more than that? Like that That's the most I've ever seen anybody do in one sitting. There's a dude, Cody, that is a great grower over at the outdoor. And he uh He can train like a maniac. Four pounds in a day or something. So that's, pretty pretty badass. It's more than I could do. And that's not even like him going ridiculous. That's just him trimming normally. Uh, well, a little bit harder than normal. I've seen him trim a couple pounds. Um, but yeah, four pounds is pretty damn good. A lot of places pay per hour. Some places pay per right. pound. Um, if you can find a job where you're trimming four to five pounds a day and you're getting paid a hundred bucks a pound or something, you know, that's pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah. There are people out there, man. A lot of them women. <sighs> women get into trimming really crazy good. They got very nimble fingers. Kind of like surgeons. Well, they use those hands for other things, too. Well, yeah. women are really uh, dexterous, you know, if you ever see, like, sewing or anything like that. So, whereas with with my hands are a little bit more like gorilla hands, where I'm better out in the farm doing farm shit than if I'm sitting there trimming. You know, I'm an effective trimmer. I can do it. But I'm not as effective as somebody that is very fast, very comfortable, and can sit down in a day and do four pounds. Yeah. Day. Yeah, women, some of the best welders in the world are actually women, and some of the best shooters in the world are actually women. And some of the best guitarists in the world are also women because you got those nimble Shout fingers. Out girls, man. They don't have these big meat paws like we do, which is yeah. meant for doing brute shit. Yeah, meant for hitting things. And pulling, like, you're a young, strong man, move all this bullshit. <sighs> but well, when you think about how they used to do, like, small mechanics and small machinery and, and watch repair work, there's a lot of children. A lot of small hands. children, small hands yeah. that could do the dexterous. Also, that, like, like with the couldn't. yeah. Also, in factories when they had those dangerous machines, you'd need things pull these children. Like. Sure. Kids, kids work uh, well, but it's not a thing that a child should be doing every moment of the day. I don't think. Yeah. I think there should be more apprenticeships, apprenticeships with children, teaching them crafts and teaching them trade, but. It's hard to tell a child to go learn a craft or a trade when there's some young girl on TikTok that's got millions of followers because she does stupid dances. You know, that, that's a hard thing to, to instill in a young man. Yeah, it's definitely changing. Is that you might not be internet famous. You know, you might have to do a job one day and you might need to learn these and just grind. things. Just yeah. have to grind. Well, I think in any, <clears throat> in any good person usually... There has to be a background of, of hard work most of the time. Um, most of the people that I've met in my life have always worked pretty hard jobs. Um, and Me the too. people that haven't and have gotten further usually are lacking in other areas. Um, but I think that being well-rounded is very difficult. You know, you have to be well-rounded to do a lot of things in life, um, but it's not always so simple no. as, you know, taking it in and developing yourself um a lot of times it takes you know years of development uh, we're always learning we're always changing and evolutionizing to the fucking beat of a new drum yep i agree yeah man we're all at the party it's just where are you at the party i'm the guy eating cheese in the back and listening to uh 
Pink Floyd probably getting. I'm way the too guy high. cranking up the stereo, and somebody keeps telling me to turn it down, and I'm like, "All right, turn it back up a little bit." Turn it to eleven. <laughs> that's why. That's why I had issues when we would both drink heavy together, and I'd bring out the amp because you'd always be like, "It's fine." I'd be like, "Chris." Well, especially when you're drinking, uh, your sense of uh, volume is yeah. really iffy. Yes. Um, that's why drunk people and and. Uh, and amp said band practices can definitely lead to the police showing up, which I've experienced a few times where the cops are like, hey, the neighbors called you too loud. I'm like, doesn't seem like it to us. We, yeah. We've been drinking a bit. No, of course. And that's where, like, uh, I think a lot of the times when you're drinking, you don't realize how loud or obnoxious you can be. Yeah. Um, I've definitely made an ass out of myself uh, a number of times yeah, just being drunk and mixing drugs. And, you know, yeah, that's, a, that's a problem. You can't. You can't always expect to act the exact same way when you drink. and uh, Especially when you drink and you add drugs. And you add other things. And then yeah. you have like random people that you don't know show up when you're feeling weird. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of times people's vibes and energies yep. will affect how you're feeling. Especially that's, when why I mentioned, that's why I mentioned the weird people. Yeah. Because yeah. I've experienced that too. I've been on some drugs where... Some guy shows him. Like, I, I'm and not feeling just this killing guy. the vibe. Yeah, I'm like, get this guy out of here. I've yeah, literally but, been like, get him out of here. But but that's the weird thing is you're sitting there and you're making judgments on people while you're fucked up. And, you know, unfortunately at that point in time, you shouldn't be making judgments on anybody because you're fucked up, you know? Yeah. Um, some of the nicest people in the world have just met me in a bad state, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I've felt terrible for that because you can't always remake a first impression. You know, once you've been yep. seen that kind of way, they, they don't forget that that one time you were that fucking asshole or you were that person that was being ridiculous. That's or, the problem with first impressions. Well, it's a problem with, with a lot of people is that, you know, if you make a bad impression, that can stick sometimes. Yeah, unless you get to know them and then you're like, okay. Well, that's, you know, a big thing with, like, job interviews, you know. When you go into interview yeah. for a job, you got to make a really good first impression or else, yep. you know, there's a good chance you probably won't get that job. You know, I, I found that out with women, too. If you don't make a great impression on a girl the first time around, sometimes that can stick. I've had girls that have been interested in me and told me they were interested in me, but because they saw me fuck up a couple times, they were like, yeah, that makes you not interesting at all. <laughs> And I'm like, damn, that's that sucks because it, I might have been happy with these girls, but because they saw me in such an inebriated state, you know, they got yeah. the wrong impression I've, of me. Uh, I've been guilty of that myself many a time. Yeah, so be careful out there, folks. If you're gonna go drinking, make sure uh, you're you're on your best behavior. And I've also opposite end where I've seen a chick like, oh, she might be interesting, but she was so fucked up on alcohol and drugs that. I was like, I'm not dealing with this. This is the biggest problem with my last girl, man, is that I liked her so much, but she didn't like me as much as I liked her, and she was way into uh, doing her... She had a lot of prescription drugs, um, uh. and she had a lot of uh, alcohol, and you know, combining those two is a weird, weird mix. Oh, yeah. So, but... Feelings and, and drugs, definitely lead to problems. Well, like, not even just the drugs, man. When you when you mix prescriptions with a lot of things, like, one of the biggest things on the prescription bottle is do not take with alcohol. alcohol. And that's with most prescriptions. Yep, because it affects yeah. your liver. It does, it, well, not yeah. even just your liver. It affects the yeah. effect of the, the drug. 
you know. And if but you your liver somebody, does take a lot of damage. Yeah. Well, if you have somebody that is also you know bipolar or schizophrenic and they're drinking while doing you can their have drugs, a bad reaction. You can have a very bad reaction. So you know, even with marijuana, that's one of the saddest parts is that some people just can't mentally handle uh, getting stoned. It doesn't put them in a good place. And that's a that's a very sad fact for uh, sad. some people is that they can't enjoy. Or some people things. are just yeah are just allergic to weed. Like, some people like, are allergic to like weed. Like Christina, we mentioned earlier, she literally just gets severely allergic when she smokes it, which is sad because she she likes weed. She's grown it. She enjoys it like we do. But and everyone everyone in her family smokes, but she just. She breaks out knives and shit. I've met other people too. Right it's now, weird. I have worked around a ton of weed, and weed can make you break out. But oh, yeah. there's always a strain of weed that's amongst all the hundreds of thousands of strains that usually gives you a much lessened effect. Usually, it depends on um, it depends yeah. on what somebody's ingesting, the actual kind of bud it is. Um, THC cannabinoid levels, uh, you know, there's a lot of different things that make cannabis. So if you find, there's always a strain out there. If you find that strain that you can smoke and be happy and, and feel functional, you know, I, I suggest finding it. But it's hard to tell somebody when they are allergic to, to certain things to keep trying, you know. But yeah, I've, I've seen that happen. Uh, a few times at work people get allergic to a certain strain or while they're handling it they'll break out in hives I've had it happen to me but a lot of that has to do with sweat and a lot of that has to do with skin you know the kind of condition it has oh yeah hell yeah Trevor's I've, into this <laughs> I've also seen that with uh, I've had to work in the northwest a lot where poison oak's a big issue and that's definitely an issue where some people like me <clears throat> I was I was allergic to it, but I had to work around it so much that I eventually Your body adjusts. adjusts. And that's also like the thing when you're the one white boy on a crew of, of a bunch of Mexican dudes, you're the one white guy. Guess who gets to hey, move well. all the extra? Like, hey, we got all this shit, got to move. Go get it, Gringo. And you're like, mm-hmm. white privilege, yay. <laughs> Not so much. But anyway, that's so. Whites and Hispanics get along so well because they usually end up doing a lot of the same jobs. Yep. So, I, so eventually I got, I got used to it, and then I, when I worked with people that weren't used to it, it was crazy to see them break out just standing close to it. And that was a sure. big issue on fire and trails, people getting having to go to see emergency attention because they'd have... They would react so badly, and they, yeah. would, and they would be far away from the emergency. Well, it's emergency. meant to break you out because it's a natural defense mechanism. Yeah. It's just not until your body has taken in enough of it that it starts to process it differently. Yeah. You know, I, I got poison ivy one time, and that was a real weird one because I had never had it before. That's more of an East Coast thing. Well, I was helping my sister clear out, uh, she had a bunch of weeds in the front of her house, and she did tell me there was poison ivy in there and to be careful, but I was just like, ah, whatever. And I just kept rolling in the fucking uh, the weeds, and by... About two hours after I was finished, my arms were all puffy and pink. Uh, both of my my uh, complete arms. So there was nothing I could do. I just had to put a uh, chamomile ocean on it, or not chamomile. What's it called? Aloe vera. Um, 
Alive- well, kind of. It's like an oat-based uh, fucking... Oh, yeah. I know Shimon. Yeah. It, it, they, there, they, there's a specific thing for poison ivy. It's, and there's also a specific thing for poison oak. Poison ivy's definitely more on the East Coast. I didn't grow up with poison ivy. It was poison oak all yeah. day. Which is weird because I've never had, I've never gotten touched by poison oak before. Well, in the and in the Midwest you have this thing, poison sumac, which yes, is something I've heard of sumac before. That's something I I've dealt with in Minnesota. This poison sumac, which is like the oh, Midwest Minnesota, version. Oh, Minnesota, yeah. You betcha. Oh, let's get a bunch of those frittatas. What are you talking about? Yeah. Get me some tortillas and some frittatas. We're going out. We have some quesadillas and some corny asadas. <laughs> And give me some of those guacamole chips. Whack chips. <laughs> it's gonna be a quack attack. Shout out people pronouncing things in weird ways and make them funny. Minnesota's a pretty funny accent. Oh yeah, I grew up having to. That yeah, sure, don't you know? That should just be a show. Weird American accents. We could do. Where people just go around the country and we fucking just run into people with hard accents from different regions, and we're just like. So, uh, tell us the story, you know? We just listen to their story and shit. <laughs> like, Joey Diaz... He's Joey a, Diaz is a funny New York dude. Funny dude, but his accent definitely helps with stories because he has such a... He's a Puerto Rican-American that grew up in New York, so he has a super thick Puerto Rican-American East Coast in, accent. Uh, he was in, uh... Not Days of Thunder. He was in fucking, uh... Spider-Man. He was in Spider-Man. What, what was the movie he was in where it was like the jail was playing football? Oh, uh, Gridiron. Gridiron I've game. seen him, yeah. Yeah, he was in Gridiron Game. Billy he was Bob, one of the fat linemen. Billy Bob Thornton's in it. But, I mean, that's that's of course the remake. The yeah, original but, was but Burt Reynolds. To see, yeah. uh, Joey, Joey Diaz yeah. in there because like, there's a funny scene where he's just passed out on the field. And his giant gut is just hanging out. And he's like, give me a soda. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a big boy. He's funny. Yeah, the, I've seen the original too, Burt Reynolds. It's all right. But there is no one as funny as Joey Diaz in the original, so. That dude that played... Uh, the dude that played Adam Sandler's boss from the construction site in Happy Gilmore, the one that got the nail in the head. Oh, yeah. He was the original big guy on Gridiron Gang. Oh, the the original one in the 70s. The, yeah, yeah. With, with Burt Reynolds. Old, yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. He was the original, like, big guy. Yeah. And I remembered that because I was like, that was the dude with the nail in his head. <laughs> Pretty hard to forget that. The nail comes out next Tuesday. <laughs> He's like, you can barely notice it. <laughs> Just drink lots of uh, green tea. You'll be good, bud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually have a... Uh, like, we're talking about poison a lot. Poison and Christmas, and even though it's not that time. It's almost Christmas time. It's about to be October. Yeah. Ranger Rudolph. Shout out Halloween. Yeah, 15 days or so. Yeah. Well, yeah, it'll be October in 15 days. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. Most of the holidays don't give a fuck about Halloween. I like. I could... In a college town, I could take or leave Halloween. It's nice sometimes. It's weird sometimes. But I love Halloween and like... Uh, Rural settings. Well, like a family environment. When you yeah. see all the kids out trick or treating, and you see all the the younger kids creating havoc and shit, that's fun. That's really fun because you're just like, oh, I remember when I was a young kid fucking yeah. things up, you know. But um, 
Seeing a bunch of fucking grown adults just drunk and carrying on in costumes is annoying as fuck. <laughs> if one of those people is a hot chick doing sexual it's things, kinda you, fun. It's, it's fun. It's kind of fun. But for all those not not doing those things, they're not giving you the right kind of trick or treat. For all the slutty cops and slutty nurses out there, I approve. But for all the drunk college dudes running around doing fuck stupid off. shit, go read a get book. Out of here. Get out of here. Get out go of here. watch the fucking Charlie Brown. Halloween special. Well, it's just so strange to see a grown adult in a costume and just creating havoc, and you're just like, bro, you're about to go and fuck up your whole life in one night. You know, because they're usually college kids that, like, could, I've, uh, could afford not to go to jail, probably. I've been in, uh, when I was in the Humboldt County, there was a town called Arcata that had Humboldt State University. I remember one year I went to the, the square downtown where all the bars were one square. And on Halloween, there was always fights and absolute ruckus. So all the cops in the entire county would show up. There. Yeah. And it would be a college, it'd be a bunch of drunk college kids, some random tweakers versus usually 50 to 100 cops. And the problem is it's area that gets a lot of rain. That's the, the wettest part of California. Sure. And usually around Halloween, when I lived there, it rained every single Halloween, like poured rain. Yeah. But did that drunk, did that stop a lot of people on the drugs? Drunks? No. No. There are usually on other things too, ketamine and everything of, else. A bunch but, of alcoholics and a bunch of drug users all hopped oh yeah. up on fucking uh, Halloween Ooh. spirit. Oh yeah. man, they're I've, ready to go do some. I've been things. that guy on uh, alcohol and maybe a few other drugs too, and I was like, "Let's go." I never fucked up on Halloween. The worst thing I ever did on Halloween was go around with my buddy. Driving around stealing buckets of candy. Oh, yeah. That was such that. a dumb story. And then you felt bad and you... We were 16 and we were like, we want candy. And we were like, we'll be the I assholes. Want so candy. we'll drive around. <laughs> That's what we did. Me and my buddy drove around, stole all the fucking buckets of candy sitting on people's porches, and then dumped it into a giant garbage bag. And then at a point, we just realized we had too much candy. We were like, we're fucking 16. We're taking a fistful of this and we're good. You know, like we didn't have, we yeah. had no idea what to do when, once we had all the candy. So we just turned around and gave it to a bunch of kids. It, it had, we just made it easier on them to collect. I there guess. you go. What? Yeah. I mean, you wanted to be the assholes, and you were. Well, when I was a kid, the assholes were Sorry. the guys that would ride around with eggs and they'd pelt you while you were trick or treating. Oh yeah. That was a fucked up thing because the parents were usually with the kids, and they were always pissed when some. Fucker drove by and egged I've, somebody. I've seen that happen. Yeah. Or just or thing. just get your candy just stolen. I've seen that too. I got hit with an egg one time when I was coming home from fucking school. Some kids were driving by in some Civic and some dude leaned out and he threw an egg as hard as he could. The fucked up part was the egg had caught in a ton of speed because they were going by in the car. Oh, so, when it so hit an me, bro, It was like a rock in the back of, in the middle of my back. Like oh. I immediately went down and was just crying. It's like. 13 or so, or so and then my brothers were home so I was right on my street I go running home and I'm like these assholes just hit me with an egg and they're like who are those guys that went by in a Civic and I was like yeah and they got in their car <laughs> find them and that was it was one of those things where I was like I hope they find you and kick your ass you know but so what, what happened did they find them no but I think they knew them kids from the neighborhood but it was just funny because like my brother had saw the kid leaning out the window and pointing and laughing at me. And I come running up to the house like a minute later. I'm like, these assholes hit me in the back with an egg. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Well, at least you didn't get any permanent injuries. And there was no Danny DeVito to give you an egg in this trying time, unfortunately. I didn't want any more eggs, man. I just took <laughs> the back at 30 miles an hour, and oh, it felt like a fucking stone. That would hurt. It was weird because he, 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 like, really cocked up and fucking let me have it. I don't know, man. Can you die from an egg? Like, going at a certain velocity, probably? I think, too, if it was frozen, Mm-mm. definitely. Well, maybe a frozen egg. That's what I'm saying. Like, just the shell itself is pretty hard. Yeah, you know, you but if somebody with an egg, I'm sure if you froze it too, that would not feel good. A frozen egg thrown super fast at a vehicle, like you said, so you have that added velocity. One time, I was at a water balloon fight with some kids in the neighborhood, and I felt terrible because I hit a girl with one of those long, you know, like the long uh, make a pet balloons. Yep. I've been hit. Th- so those I, hurt. I filled one up, yeah. and it just had enough elasticity that when it hit her, it didn't break. But it, like, smashed her neck. Like, it wrapped around her neck and smashed her whole neck. And then she just went down because of the weight of it. And uh, the thing just bounced off of her. Um, But that pretty much stopped the whole water balloon fight because she was crying and, you know, Chris fucked up. (laughs) But I didn't know. How do you you explain physics to a child while you're having a water balloon fight, you know? (laughs) Ooh, speaking of physics real quick, let's do some... uh... Do some quick fat boy physics real quick. Fat boy physics. All right. You want to grab the snacks? Yeah. We got a couple different snacks to try here, guys. We've been on this thing lately about uh, peach rings and uh, Swedish fish. And I'm on the peach ring side and Trevor's on the Swedish fish Dylan side. Dylan was on my side. Yeah. Well, that's one uninformed uh, person. So Don't tell Trevor's him picked up peach rings. Of and the apple ring variety and the peach ring variety. And we're going to try like them out. You said peach rings of the apple variety. They're apple rings, Chris. They're apple variety rings. Are you saying that peach ring are the, is the king of rings? Ring king. The king of the, king of the peach rings? The, the pe- ring-a-ding-ding. He's the king. The peach ring. The peach ring king? Peach ring ting-ding-ding. Ding. The, the peach ring king. That's Chris. Uh, the peach ring king. All right. Oh, yeah. So we got... We'll give a brief... I also have a brief... Album of the old do. Yeah, what you got? So we got. I listened to a little bit of the Midnight's new album. They just came out with an album a couple months ago. Ooh. We'll do this real quick first. Take some uh, peach rings. All right, I'll take an apple ring first so I can compare because I know what the peach rings really taste like. Thank you. I will also take grab one. Two. There we go. I'll also grab two. So what we got here is an apple ring. It's coated with uh, some sugar. It's got like a white bottom on it. All right, there, cheers. Cheers. Speaking of greens, I haven't really smoked yet this episode at all. Yeah, here. Thank you. That's probably gonna give it a good flavor. Smoking with with the apple ring. It's like if you ever ever eat like mangoes and mm-hmm. smoke weed of mangoes, fresh mm-hmm. mangoes, so good. Any fresh fruit with with weed, weed is even like a fresh apple or I've had like and a strawberry. I've had like a big juicy orange. Yeah, plums. Shout out to fruits and weed. They Shout go great to together. Fruits and fresh vegetables and weed. They they're meant to be. Fruits and veggies, man. They're so Telling good. you, man, fruit salad and a big bowl of weed. It's mm. the way to go. See, the only downside to the apple rings that I have is they are a little sour. And I like sour things, but I like them well, you in like, a certain dose. Well, you're like me. 
in a certain dose, some kind of sour. Well, if I have something that's sour, I want it to be really sour. Hey, Chris. Yeah, it's like if I have something that's hot, I want it to be pretty hot. The peach rings are just so smooth. Like, I could eat a whole bag of peach rings and not even realize it. Are smooth? Are they they this smooth? Yeah, petting walrus while doing the stanky leg with a broken finger move. Yep, Also, a little shimmy, too. A little shimmy shammy. Well, it's a crook finger. It's not broken. It's crook. It's crook finger snap. Yeah, if you don't know, I have a pretty sweet move for petting walrus. <laughs> petting the walrus. It's, 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 not, it's point, not a point. masturbation uh, tactic at all. Not at all. These yeah. rings are the classic, man. They're so good. The I like the sour a little more, so I prefer the apple. Peach rings are just very sweet. Yeah. The sour like. is a little more sour. Exactly. I'm more of a sour guy, so it exactly. works. Exactly. I like drinking tea with the peach rings. It's like peach tea. Very southern of you, Chris. Mm. It's good shit. Mm. Now, for me, <sighs> your peach, peach rings are peach the rings. ultimate, like snack like um, sugary snack I'm gonna have to go with the apple rings like I love chocolate I love gummy worms but something about the peach rings they're just like the perfect amount of gummy sugar flavor I think they cover a lot of the bases alright so that'll be our thing of uh, fat boy physics fat We're, boy physics you pick that next time I'll get some uh, watermelon rings Ooh. we can try that out ooh Tell me when to go. Ooh. Tell me when to go. <laughs> Shout out E40 and the whole, uh, what is it? Hyphy, uh, hyphy, hyphy crew. And the uh, the whole Westmore, Mount Westmore, but yeah, the whole hyphy scene. The whole hyphy, hyphy, hyphy. Playing football with basketball rules. And my wife, 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 wife. <laughs> Yeah. So speaking of music, uh, my album review is the uh, death metal band Revocation. And All last right. Friday, came out with a new album called Nether Heaven. It's about like, Almost like Netherlands, but like N-E-T-H-E-R and then Heaven. Right. And yeah, the whole album is 44 minutes and 49 seconds. Uh, I honestly like the whole album. I can't, It's hard for me to pick one song, but the one one song I definitely did like was called Nihilistic Violence. Nihilistic Violence. That sounds cool. Uh, when the show's over, I'll, I'll, I'll play you the song. <laughs> it's pretty good. Chris does like metal. He he's not quite as into the death and the black as much I like as me. Metal, especially while I'm working. Like yeah. if I'm doing my job, I love to have hardcore rock in yes. the background. Chris definitely likes the 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 clean vocals more than I do, which is yeah. probably why you why you like. Well, the, I like the, clean the, the guitar emo. playing. I like really good drum beats, and I like uh, good vocals. Like yeah. those are the things that like uh, definitely really like a lot of the emo and the. A lot of the metalcore, metalcore definitely had definitely that. Definitely metalcore more. Um, there's a lot of emo groups that I really do like from when I was younger, but I think it's it's one of those things that like as time goes on, my music's uh, evolved a lot more. And I, and I listen to a lot of the shit my dad listened to. I was listening to James Taylor earlier. Nice. You know, because he's just such a good guitarist and singer. You know, he's nice. a good dude to listen to every once in a while. I don't know if his guitar is crazy, but it's basic. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. He's, he's not fucking, you know, it's not Stevie Nicks or anything. <laughs> Stevie, <laughs> Stevie Nicks, Nicks was a good guitar player. Stevie Vai, you mean? Stevie, Stevie Vai. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, him too. But yeah, so check out Revocation, folks. Now this is the Glenn song, album, Now They're Heaven. And uh, I learned about my friend Gerald, but also there's a 
Canadian YouTube station called the uh, Banger TV, and I always do album reviews. Always about month. bangers and mash. Bangers and mash. Well, it's, you know the British, the British still controlled there, so it makes sense. A lot of British food in uh, Canada, but um, you know what's funny is all these people that are acting like they give a shit about the Queen right now. They're like going to see her dead ass body, but then they turn around and they're like. Well, King Charles isn't our king. King the th- Charles the Third now. Yeah, they're like, man, fuck this guy. We don't respect him. He's not the queen. And it's like, dude, it's her son. <laughs> it's like, no, we don't give a fuck. Well, definitely a lot of. I think the monarchy's just hit its its point where it can go no further. And definitely a lot of women definitely like the idea that there's a queen in charge so long. Oh, of course. And now it's going to be no woman for a while. Yeah, because there's a lot of boys in the line the women, now. Women are mad about that. So, I definitely remember when Princess Diana died, and a lot of women, including my mom, cried and made a huge scene over some random English bitch that didn't have. They never met. Yeah, they never yeah. had a conversation. But, but my mom like cried. I the one time I get to, the week to watch cartoons. She's like, I'll watch for 30 minutes. She cried and made a scene and for four fucking hours. Uh, so, nobody yeah. gave a shit about Princess Diana. Well, a few women Before did. she died. Women, right? Well, a few people did. I mean, she did a lot of good things like getting rid of mines, going to African villages and bringing vaccinations. Like, you know, helping bring but it's like clean when, when, water. When somebody dies for some reason, they're... They're immortalized as, like, a martyr for a cause. Or, like, Vincent Van Gogh became a huge artist after he died. When exactly. he was alive... Nobody gave a fuck. He was so poor and fucked up that he was selling his paintings for food and prostitution. Do you know he why women up. get off on the princess story? Because they think they want to be that princess. there's a fucking chance yeah. in the world that some dude that's a royalty is going to come along... And get their random Sweep fucking Betty ass out of fucking uh, bumfuck Alabama. They don't have to be. <laughs> they don't have to be a waitress anymore at Denny's. Yeah, exactly. They ain't gotta yep. be at the local IHOP no more. <laughs> hey, all the all those loads oh, take me from away Texas. from all this, my princess. And it's like more fall of the king toys. I'll take over. Yeah, American women have so a weird. have a stupid. Fetish for like rich royalty, r- rich yeah royalty specifically like good looking fancy British men that aren't gonna give a flying fuck. But yeah, so weird. Because it's funny because these women are like, oh freedom, but as soon as like royalty shows up, like ooh, like, wait in, you you were talking about American put me in freedom finery and let me get away from the commoners. <laughs> All these people. All like, right, plus, Trevor, you want to grab that guitar, man? We're about to rap. Real quick, do you have any uh, movie review or TV show? I want to shout yeah, out to House real yeah, quick. Yeah, I've been watching the House, catching up on the old uh, House MD. With Hugh um, Laurie? With Hugh Laurie, yeah. He's a pretty cool dude. He does some singing, and he plays some instruments, too. He plays piano very well. I've actually heard him play piano. He does play yeah. piano really well. Um, he's, he's a music uh, artist. You know, He likes to do his own thing, but I always loved him as the character of House on his show. They have a ton of really good supporting actors in that show. Uh, Lisa Cuddy, shout out uh, Lisa Edelstein, that's her real name. She is fucking hot. She is one of the biggest reasons I watched that show. Her and uh, the girl who plays 13 is Olivia Wilde. And she's fucking... Oh, I know who she is. She's very yeah. hot, too. So there's a lot of hot women in, in hot, hot older doctor's women. clothes. Some hot milfs. Some of the hot women in hot doctor's clothes, man. <laughs> but what about the hot Jew lawyer, though? The hot Jew lawyer from uh, Special Units, uh, Law and Order. I don't 
Oh yeah, there are some hot Jew lawyers on Law and Order SVU. Remember, I was like, this lady or the hot Jew lawyer? You're like, hot Jew lawyer. No, Hillary Duff yeah. or hot Jew lawyer? You're like, hot, hot Jew, Jew lawyer. Was like, Something about wrong. curly-haired girls with big breasts and a cute face, man. I, My I, kryptonite. I've been with big titty Jewish chick, and yeah, it was I fun. I found some fucking pornography last night, bro. Hell and this yeah. girl was like an absolute 10. She What's was, her name? I don't know what her name was. Damn, she was just a random like clip, but it was a girl in a shower, and... Uh, she was just like she had some big breasts and she had a nice like she didn't have a crazy butt but she had like one of those like not pancake butts but kind of sticks out a little bit like just normal you can grab it though yeah nice little handful and uh, perks on and dude just very nice and plump in all the right areas beautiful face and stuff yeah I got a thing for uh, light skinned black girls (laughs) that's my deal I I like them dark too but but light skinned is kind of down my alley I like them Dark or I like my woman like like my cookies, dark and chunky. I'm a big big fan of dark chocolate and caramel, bro. <laughs> oh, I love the Latinas too. Caramel's pretty awesome. Alright, Trevor, hit us up with some tasty licks. Appreciate you tuning in with us. We'll get back at you on Sunday with a Sunday show. We got 38 and 39 episode numbers up. Yeah. This is episode 40, and we'll have that uploaded. We'll have that uploaded by this weekend. Yeah, folks, we appreciate you checking in and tuning in with us, and we'll come back at you next time. Make sure you go check out episode 38 and 39, now available on YouTube, and uh, we'll get at you next time. Anything else, Trevor? Uh, next Sunday we'll be back. We yeah. might have a special guest or two. We might have them. We'll see what happens. All right. Gorgeous George and Gravel shits out. Out. Be good. Peace.